Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to Bougie Best Friend Podcast. Happy, happy New Year! And I'm so happy and grateful that you're here with me. I know how valuable your time is, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend it with me. And I hope you had some fun and relaxing moments with your loved ones for the holidays. I absolutely took some much-needed time off. I was hibernating and got a little chilly in Miami, so it felt... I mean, it didn't feel like like a Christmas back home, but it was it was nice to just unplug for a few days because when you work in the social media space, you don't really... There's no time to unplug, so I used my holiday time to just kind of chill and sleep. I was sleeping a lot. Before we jump into this conversation and this episode has been on my mind for a while i wanted to read a review from one of my bougie besties okay her nickname was whatever nick Uh, subject was uplifting and helpful i love this podcast so many episodes have inspired me to raise my standards i'm definitely not coco's age demographic and i think it's very cool that so much of what she shares is still applicable even for those of us who are older than her Her podcasts make me feel better about myself and life. Thank you, darling, for this wonderful review. And I just have to throw this out there. Uh, Bougie besties are from zero to 100 years old, 110 even. I definitely want to connect with everybody. It doesn't matter what age we are because we all have something in common, don't we? And that is to have our standards high and live our best lives right? I sound like a Hallmark card completely right now. Okay, I need to just say that your reviews and your ratings absolutely make a difference and it helps the show in more ways than you can even think of. And if you have not done so yet, please subscribe to the show on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen. And please leave a five-star rating and review if I ever helped you or my episodes provided value because it would mean so, so much to me. I gotta say December was an overwhelming month for me and I can guess it was overwhelming for some of you listening today. I mean wrapping up the year, trying to finalize everything, wrap up tasks, it's like uh, last hurrah to reach our goals for 2022 and the holidays, buying presents, oh boy oh boy. (laughs) Holidays can get tough and there are all these expectations and pressure around them you know, how you're supposed to feel, the gifts you're supposed to get, the IG photos you are supposed to take. I mean, I didn't even have an actual Christmas tree. So I I can definitely tell you that my Christmas was wonderful, even without a Christmas tree. And then the new year. I used to hate the new year, new me mindset, but I don't anymore. And a part of that is that I'm looking at life differently and I don't hate anything anymore but I think that it was it's almost like a natural inclination to reflect reassess and reevaluate your life and that doesn't mean something is wrong with your life but you need to be aware of yourself and how things are going and how are you doing and I'm sure you heard this one before but life is a never-ending journey and we are all a work in progress and you can't improve what you don't measure. So in this episode, I want to talk about habits, setting goals for yourself, and creating a game plan for this year, aka a vision board. First of all, I want to congratulate you. 
I want to congratulate you for showing up for yourself because not everybody's going to listen to this episode and work towards improving themselves. It's absolutely not an easy task. If it was easy, everyone would do it. We are all absolutely creatures of habits and I'm sure there's a habit or two that you could change. Maybe you're not getting enough sleep. Maybe you're not moving your body. Maybe your diet can be improved and maybe you can set aside more time for yourself to just be alone with your thoughts. And I want to speak about this in another episode, but being alone with your thoughts is so important. That's the best way to learn about yourself. And when you're constantly bombarded with outside news, you're always talking to someone, your friends, you're listening to their opinions, their views, you're reading the news. It's like you don't even have any time to think. So I, I, that's, that's something that I really want to touch on later on. But when I was preparing for this episode, I was reading a bunch about habits and how to actually break them. And I think the best way to change your quote-unquote bad or old habits is to actually replace them with new habits. And those new habits are the habits of your ideal version of yourself, of that person you always wanted to be. Our lives are a manifestation of our habits. It is as simple as that. And I'm going to use a very obvious example. Think about your body, the way you treat yourself, what time you go to bed, the food you eat, how much you're drinking. It's all affecting, actually reflecting on your physical body. If you have a habit of going to bed late every evening, maybe you're scrolling through your phone, you can't fall asleep. Well, obviously your brain can prepare for a shutdown because it's constantly getting stimulated and you have all these screens in your face. Like that's 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 not nice before you're going to bed and you're most likely going to wake up tired and that's going to result in moodiness, being stressed, late to a meeting, you're going to feel rushed. And from a scientific standpoint, habits were made to save you time and energy in your day-to-day life, almost like muscle memory. You know, once habits are formed, they're encoded in your brain, like brushing your teeth or getting dressed in the morning. But when you are stressed, stressed people tend to make bad choices because they're looking for that dopamine rush. So whenever we're stressed, we tend to get back to our old habits almost like self-sabotage, I would say. And I'm going to use my own example again. When I'm rushing or I'm tired, I'm probably going to skip breakfast and just go straight to work. Or I'm going to eat something that's going to make me full quickly, like a chocolate croissant for breakfast. But that is because I'm searching for that dopamine rush. So when you eat sugar, your brain's reward system, which is called mesobolic dopamine system, gets activated. And don't get me wrong, I absolutely adore chocolate croissants, but if I eat one every day, my body is probably not going to feel as good as it would with a healthier option. But if I start, let's say, preparing my overnight oats every evening, I'm going to have them ready in the morning, which means that I have to create that habit of prepping my meal in the evening. So I have to, you know, put some effort towards that. And There's something very important that I want to mention. And if you are trying to change your habits, but you don't see any improvement or you're struggling, you need to find a better reason to change your habits. I'm going to use another simple example. Let's say working out, moving your body. If you're working out because you 
hate your body or you need to lose weight to fit in those jeans. I'm sorry, but that's not a good enough reason, at least not for me. But if you're working out to feel the best you ever felt, to push those imaginary limits that you created for yourself, to not feel back pain when you bend down to tie your shoe. I mean, and this is a big one for me, even though I'm not even close to having kids right now, but I want to be able to run around with my kids one day. I want my body to be strong enough that I can just bounce back from being pregnant, that I can play with my kids, you know, throw them in the air. I mean, not not actually throw them, but you know what I mean? I just want to be physically healthy and fit to, you know, just operate on my maximum capacity, I guess. A huge one that I really started working on this year was improving my sleep. And I just hope you guys know that sleep is probably the most crucial thing in your life, literally. And my Aura Ring has been a huge help with that. This is absolutely not sponsored. I'm promoting Aura Ring left and right because I'm just like so into it. But you can improve what you don't measure. And my Aura Ring really helped me to see how the quality of my sleep directly impacts my mood and readiness for the day. A few days ago, I ate something pretty late and I went to bed at my usual time and I woke up super tired. And then when I looked at my Aura Ring, I just saw that my heart rate was out of the ordinary and that was literally impacted because my body was trying to digest the food that I ate super late. So it really, really impacts. Your sleep is crucial. Let's just keep it at that. Another thing that I really love is habit stacking. And I was doing that way before I even heard that term. So I'm going to give you another example because I love examples and it's so much easier for me to express myself using examples because English is not my first language and it makes it hard sometimes to express myself the way I want. So I like to give these little comparisons. So I am a podcast junkie for sure. I love podcasts. And whenever I'm cleaning, organizing my apartment, running errands, walking on the treadmill, you know, those mindless habits, I just put on a podcast or a guided meditation that feeds my brain. Okay, your brain is a muscle, just like your triceps, just like your glutes. If you don't nurture and feed your brain, well, you know what's going to happen. Imagine not watering your plants for six months. What's going to happen to them? <laughs> I mean, they, they won't blossom, that's for sure. If you'd like me to make another episode about how I improved my habits, drop a comment on my Bougie Best Friend podcast page, and I'm going to dive deeper into that. Next, I want to talk to you about setting goals for yourself and creating a vision board. As mentioned, I used to not like the new year, new me vibe, but I kind of like it now. And I've been creating vision boards for a few years now, and I love to keep them so I can reflect to see how far I've come, become more aware of myself, what I can work on, and I see what I don't want anymore. And that's the fun part that not many people talk about. Your goals will change. And it's crazy for me to see that my vision board from even a year ago, some of my goals are just completely different. And I think that I put some of those goals on the board because I kind of felt that I need to put them on the board, but that was not what I honestly wanted. I even remember I wrote down all these crazy travel destinations that I thought I wanted to visit. But honestly, after all the traveling I've done this year, I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay staying still for a second and just focusing on building myself and my business and my life here in Miami. So, 
you know, sometimes we think that our goal is to, let's say, get married and have kids and climb the corporate ladder or become an entrepreneur because we see all these people around us maybe have those goals or at least they're saying they have those goals. But you need to be very open and honest with yourself. What do you really want? Yes, you, not your mom, not your neighbor, not your sibling. What do you want? But be very, very honest with yourself. And let's start talking about vision boards. So vision boards are basically a visual representation of your dreams and goals. There are many ways of creating vision boards. And I posted a video, I think two years ago, I'm going to link it in the show notes that can be a good guide, but I do things a little different now because I just found something that works better for me. Some people like to do their vision board parties. They do it with their friends, with their partners, but I personally prefer to do it alone, solo. (laughs) That way I can be vulnerable with myself and with my dreams. And I want you to be as vulnerable when you're creating your vision board because this is your life, just yours. Again, what do you actually want? Your true desires for yourself and your future. So you need to be very open and honest with yourself when you're creating that board. So let's dive into the actual making of a vision board. I used to grab a pretty large piece of paper, you know, those sturdy ones that you can get at a bookstore or something. And I would find a bunch of magazines and cut out photos that would kind of represent of one what I wanted to achieve this year. And I would glue them on a piece of paper. So one side would be actual photos of what I would like my life to look like. And on the back side, back of the board, I would write out my goals with a pen, you know, <laughs> professional, personal, big dreams and other. The other section, I would leave blank. So I would add new goals throughout the year. But I kind of changed it right now because I found that if you have this humongous piece of paper, it's kind of difficult to store it in my apartment. And I don't like to see it every single day. And I don't like to keep it out for the whole world to see. And I know some people like to see it every day, but I personally don't. And I used to keep my board in my bathroom. And when I was showering literally the steam was ungluing all of the photos and it did not look as neat as I wanted it to look and honestly I'm just very cautious of what I share with other people you can call me superstitious but more things happened for me and came true if I just kept my mouth shut and just worked really hard to make it happen And I mentioned I used to use magazine photos, but I don't use them anymore because I I, I couldn't really find photos that represented that exact feeling. Again, you can find whatever works best for you. But right now, I prefer to create a digital vision board on Canva and I look for photos on Pinterest pretty much. And I try to be as specific as I possibly can with my goals. So for example... If I would want to be on a cover of a magazine, I would Photoshop myself on a cover of that magazine and I would add that to my board. Be very, very specific. If there's somebody you admire, go to their Instagram or their website, take a screenshot of their posts and try to Photoshop yourself in it. Let's say if you're writing a book and you want to publish it in New York Times, You can find another author that is New York Times bestseller and you can Photoshop your name instead of their name and you can stick that onto your board. And I know it sounds funny, but it works. 
So basically, you're going to find your photos on Pinterest and you're going to create a digital vision board on Canva. At least that's what I use. And then you can print it out for yourself or you can keep it on your phone. I sometimes keep it on the background as my phone, but Apple has this new update that doesn't let you to choose two covers on your phone. And yeah. Anyway, sometimes I print it out, sometimes I just keep it on my phone, but I do check in every once in a while. And I created free printables for you. They are linked in my show notes, so you can print it out and use as a guide when writing down your goals. And as I said, I prefer writing it on a regular piece of paper, you know, with my hand versus typing it on my computer. It just seems more real and more personal for me. I don't know, I I prefer the old school way. These printables, there are going to be a few documents there. Personal goals, professional, big dreams, other. And there's going to be a 2022 reflection with top five achievements, top five memories, top five people, and top five lessons. And then I left some blank uh, areas where you can just add whatever you feel like. It is very important that you look back and see who are the people that made your life that much better last year or what was that thing that you were so happy about. It is very important to just look back on all these nice memories. Is there anybody that comes to your mind right now? Somebody that made your life so much better? If so, please do me a favor and send them a text or give them a call after this episode and just let them know how much they mean to you. It will make their day, I promise. And when it comes to writing down your actual goals, write it in the present tense. So I am a business owner. I am happy in my relationship. I am healthy. I am, etc. When you write in future tense, like I will achieve this, I will blah, blah, blah. It just seems distant. And when it comes to big dreams, I keep a few on my board kind of just to remind myself of what I'm working towards. But if you're, let's say, struggling with your finances, you're unemployed and your board is, you know, just mega yachts and 10 Birkin bags, uh, it just is going to feel unattainable and you will eventually give up. So keep a few big dreams on your board. But I just don't want you to look back in a year and see all these giant goals like, own a penthouse or travel the world or you know just keep them on your board but also keep put those small attainable goals that you can implement today like improving your habits go to bed earlier find better friends stop gossiping stop scrolling online 10 hours a day you know try to put those goals that are actually going to improve your day-to-day life because The goal of our lives is to be happy every single day. We can't just wait for these giant moments to happen. You're going to lead a happy life if you find happiness in those day-to-day moments. And honestly, today when I get invited to go to an event or to hang out with somebody, I'm always thinking whether or not this situation, this invite is bringing me one step closer to my goals or one step backwards. And that is really important. That's basically how I make all of my decisions today. So if somebody is inviting me to go out and, you know, just get drunk or something, I'm probably not going to go because that's just not who I want to be anymore. And I would rather go to bed 
early, wake up early, fresh, and, you know, go to the gym in the morning and have enough energy to work towards building my my brand and recording my podcast and creating content for you. So every decision I'm making, I'm always thinking, is this going to take me where I want to go? Or it's just going to, you know, bring me two steps back. Okay, so now when you know the basics of a vision board, I want you to take an evening to yourself. Okay, so set the mood, light up some candles, play your favorite music, get a glass of wine if you'd like and start mapping out your future. And you can also keep it simple, just writing out your favorite words like power, success, happiness, feelings that you want to feel. I wish you all nothing but the best for this year and for all of the years going forward. I really, really appreciate every single one of you tuning in. And I hope this episode was useful. So go ahead, get your vision boards. Let's start mapping out our future. Another thing that you can do after you're done with your little vision board evening, try to meditate on it. I swear it's going to be so much more powerful. I also have an episode that I dropped last week about manifesting and a different type of method, which is called the scripting method, which is basically you're writing things in your diary as if they already happen, which is kind of similar to what I mentioned that I was writing on the back of my board, which is personal and professional goals. So that's another episode that I highly recommend I'm going to put in the show notes. And on that note, I wanted to thank you again for tuning in to Bougie Best Friend Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did find it useful, share it with a friend. I hope you guys are gonna make all of your dreams come true. Thank you for listening.